When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Laura, I looked up your resolution last year. It was stress management. Oh, no. <laughs> I fucking failed at that. Whoops. <laughs> Chloe, yours was work on your mental health. How did that go? <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Welcome to Millennial, the home of pretend adulting and real talk, and it's our final episode of the year, and we're going big this year. I'm Andrew. I'm Laura. I'm Pamela. And we're joined by our friends and family. We have Chloe here. Hi, Chloe. Welcome back. Chloe, still recovering from a party she threw last night. (laughs) (laughs) It was a blast, and too many people in my 700-square-foot apartment, but... (laughs) A COVID super spreader event may have just occurred last night in Chloe's apartment. <laughs> Everyone was vaccinated. <laughs> the way you went, mm, I, I thought you were going to be like something else spread around last night. It wasn't COVID. <laughs> alcohol, alcohol kills COVID, right? <laughs> that's how that works. That's what people hope. I don't know if that's been proven. Anyway, Pat is here. Welcome back, Pat. Whoa. I'm very excited to be back. We're excited to have you and Mark back. Hi, Mark. Hello. I'm eating a cookie. (laughs) He didn't expect me to throw it to him so quick. Mark and Pat both did come prepared today with some decor. Pat literally brought a Christmas tree into the office for his backdrop. And Mark put a bow on his chest so he looks like a gift. He also matched with the plaid. It looks really cozy in the bottom half of the viewfinder. It's really nice. Major holiday vibes. Yes. Here. Is my decor not good enough for you, Andrew? Or? I noted the party. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Mark and Pat. Am great. I a joke to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I don't even know how to describe it. It's anti-Semitic. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Yep. This is already going off the rails. <laughs> Merry Christmas, y'all. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy birthday to Laura. It's uh, her birthday tomorrow, Monday, December 19th. Yay, happy birthday. Thank you. I guess that explains the bow on Mark's chest, actually. Mark is still eating the cookies. They're good. (laughs) They're good cookies. Wait, wait, wait. We have Uh, to rewind here. Andrew and Pat sent cookies to everyone. Oh, right. Yeah. And Mark and I are enjoying them with our coffee. 
I, I was going to say this morning, but it's afternoon at this point. We only woke up an hour ago, so. I don't necessarily recommend eating while podcasting. Nobody wants to hear that, but, you know, get it done in like 10 minutes. <laughs> Honestly, I love a good ASMR food. Video. No, we already got in trouble once for trying to do ASMR on this show. We're not going to go through that again. Yeah. See, what I do is when I'm going to be chewing, I mute myself so that people don't hear it. Where's the fun in that? I want them to really enjoy the experience. Oh, geez. <laughs> it's like they're here with us. Yeah, exactly. And plus, you can't send me good cookies and expect me not to eat them. But come on, man. I will tell you, it, I have no self-control this time of year with cookies. I'm, I'm, I'm downing them they're great. all day, every day. They're delicious. It really does. Like every time he passes the table, it's like, oh, grab another. Yeah, they're so grab good. Grab another. I have issues. I have issues. I just. <laughs> well, we knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, we're going to have a lot of fun today. And it's been another very busy year for Millennial. We had lots of guests on. Lots of really great guests. Some just like wrote in and were like, hey, let me uh, let me help you guys talk about oral health, for example. It was awesome having Nikki on talking about that. We had experts in space and housekeeping and what else, Pam and Laura? like Fandom, inflation. We did economics oh, yeah. right early on in the year. Yeah, that's right. We had uh, Kara Perez, right? Mm -hmm. That taught me so much, that episode. Yeah. yeah. She was great. Yeah, so we've had some great interviews and looking forward to doing that again in the new year. We've already got some ideas for the types of people we can talk to then. And yeah, we had a lot of great discussions this year. And yeah, just had a lot of fun along the way. I know at the start of the year, we uh, read people's uh, listeners' commitments they were making to themselves, the sort of New Year's resolution. So we hope people uh, follow through with those commitments that they made. <laughs> if you didn't, uh, better luck next year. You're publicly shaming them. No, no. Not specifically, anyway. Does anyone here remember what their New Year's resolutions for 2022 were? And did you follow through on them? Because I don't remember what I promised to do this year. So I'm pretty sure I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I am probably the same. Yeah. I don't know if I set any, but I will say a few years ago, the last time Mark and I were on for this, I did say I was going to focus on Spanish more and I have this year. Nice. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I did do a lingo. I am working on it almost daily. So I am doing it just a few years late. Oh, that's great. Your streak is like crazy. I think I saw it in your IG story. Duolingo said he's in the top 2% of users. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. what it was. Which I don't get that, but. Because you're on it every day. Like literally every day he does it. I love this because a few years ago, I know Pam, I think you, me, Pat, and then Jewel at the time, our social media manager um, before Chloe came into our lives, we all pledged <laughs> pre-Chloe. <laughs> we all pledged to practice our Spanish more. We made a Spanish channel in our Discord. And like, I don't think any of us really ever used it. We should start doing that. I want to do group practice. I so I was Mark, gonna say, Pat, you should let Laura and I know if you ever want to practice because uh, we'll practice with you. Right. Mark understands a lot. I just say random things to him all the time and he understands it but trying to get him to answer me in spanish is a little bit of a yeah that's the hard bit part of a, a effort yeah i mean 
understanding comes before production always, which is normal. Um, but I would love it if we got together and did some practice. Yeah. Well, my big reason for pushing on it this year was because for work, I work with a lot of roofing subcontractors. So being in the Bay Area and California, a lot of them are Hispanic. So it's just easier to be able, like, I want to be able to communicate with them in a way that's not going to stress them out. Yeah, I love that. Most people don't think that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most people are too self-centered to think that way. So thank you. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Laura, I looked up your resolution last year. It was stress management. Oh, no. <laughs> I fucking failed at that. Whoops. <laughs> Chloe, yours was work on your mental health. How did that go? <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Mine was focus. Mine was focus. And um, yeah, I, I, a little bit. It's I have chaotic weeks for sure, but I, I would I would like more stability. I think that's an ongoing one. Pam, I don't have one listed for you here. I don't know what what happens. I don't know if I did anything other than this, but I, I think I already talked Pam's on this perfect. show. No, I've definitely not. I have too <laughs> I've so much to so. work on that I just didn't do a resolution. No, I know that my like my pop culture one, I already talked about this, was to listen to more country music and I feel like oh, it yeah. was a win because of my Spotify rap. So that was good. Yeah. Shout out to Chloe okay. and Pat. They both sent me country music mixtapes to at the beginning of my journey and that really helped me. Hell yeah. Pat, do you like country music? Yeah, that's what I grew up on. Pat and I talked a lot about 90s country music, which was probably We're the last time I was chat. so into country music. So that group was really chat, fun. Group chat, It's yes. happening. 90s country is the best country. It's the best. It's the absolutely. Pat absolutely. grew up on a dairy farm where they make... Uh, I, did, I did know not that. Oat I did milk. know that. And we're really into Yellowstone. It's our uh, conservative side. Just two country boys living in the suburbs of Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't say this a lot, Pat, but I grew up riding horses and like on a on a ranch. So that sounds, that sounds cool. Yes. A little, a little cowgirl, a little bit. Yeah. Why don't you do that more often? That sounds cool. I yeah, I miss it a lot. Well, you know, like for a while, horse girls like were a meme. They're still a meme. Oh, yeah, they, they still are a meme. Yeah. So and I. Was was full like full-on horse girl I had a horse like so I got like a little bullied for it so I don't tell people often but yeah I mm, but they're but they're in now they're in now true true own it but I yeah I'm a I'm a western girly yeah just own it if anybody says something tell me and Pat will handle them hell yeah oh perfect <laughs> we'll handle them yeah don't go to me I'm I'm weak I, I, was I can't say Andrew staying up. home <laughs> speaking of the year ahead we wanted to tease now that we are putting together a new Patreon tier that's going to have a couple of new benefits that'll give you more access to us and the show. This is going to be a higher level, and we're putting this together because we're looking to supplant advertising funds and focus more on funds and support from listeners. So you can look forward to more details on that in the first episode of 2023. And with that... Let's get to our annual gift exchange. So this is a secret Santa. We drew names a few weeks ago. We're going to take turns opening our gifts. And then once everybody has opened their gift, we will guess who had us. And we've already got the order selected. So Laura, you are up first. All right. Here we go. Excuse the rustling. This came in a plastic Amazon shipping bag it's another amazon christmas this also doubles as a birthday gift for (laughs) laura this year 
I think this is some kind of something that I can wear because there's buttons on it. It Ooh. looks yellow to me. I hope it's a SpongeBob costume. Oh man, that would be great. <laughs> you know I would, <laughs> that would wear be it. So great. Andrew got me a red panda onesie. Oh my god, it's a onesie. Oh, <laughs> yes, a good onesie. Collections growing. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm stealing that. I'm stealing that. Is it a dinosaur onesie? Is this Reptar? Is that Reptar? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I mean, it's definitely a dinosaur. Is it Rexy, your one true love? It, that might be it. It oh, might be that. It's, oh my it's God. homage to Rexy. T-Rex from Jurassic oh Park. Oh. <laughs> look, look at her little head. That is so cute. Laura's like, oh, little head. He could not look angrier. <laughs> <laughs> Just pissed at life. You're gonna look so sexy in that. I just... so I will. I will absolutely do thirst traps in this onesie. I'm so excited about it. Also, onesies are so comfortable this time of year, y'all. Like I cannot mm-hmm. like underscore enough um, how amazing it is to get something like this this time of year. Mark, what do you think my parents will say if I just show up on Christmas Eve wearing this onesie? <laughs> um, they're gonna be like, "Well, I'm not surprised." Yeah, I was about to say they all Merry, think Merry nothing Christmas. of it. <laughs> yeah. What will your mom say? Uh, she'll probably be like, "Where's Canella?" and just push you aside. <laughs> I know she loves she loves the dog mm-hmm. more. Look, like it's got little like oh, it does kind of look little... like it kind of looks like Reptar with the little things on the back. It has like Reptar vibes, but I think I think it's Rex. Actually, it kind of. The, the the front of it kind of looks like Godzilla. I know. I was thinking that too. With the little does, snoot, yeah, little snoot yeah. at the front. The face yeah. is a little angry, but I feel like it'd be it's be fun to like boop the snoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at him. Oh my god. I'm. I kind of want to go change into it. Go change. I no, I don't want to miss everybody else's <laughs> gift exchange. First episode of the new year, you can wear it. Maybe. Yeah, if you wanna... I'll wear it for the first step. Here, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put New Year, New Laura. You don't need to leave the room to change. Yeah. You could put a show on for us. Uh, we've been wanting to start our OnlyFans. There you go. This is <laughs> we've the been opportunity. To. Okay. <laughs> Me. All right. Andrew's like, can we keep it fucking moving? It's time to move on. <laughs> okay. The good news is, is I already opened the box while we were talking through Laura's presence. So it should go a little bit faster. <laughs> There's a little note that says Merry Christmas. And then there is, ooh, oh my God, this looks so fun. This is Music Genius themed playing cards. I don't know if you guys can oh, see. Very cute. Cool. Love those. And what is this? Ooh, a ticket stub diary. Oh, that's, that's, so, cool. that's so clever. Yeah. That's you know awesome. what? I actually have a I have a ticket stub right here because I was cleaning. So I will put that in there. That's oh, so cute. What a good That's idea. This is a ticket to see All Time Low from November 11th, 2009. It's going to go in oh, my wow. ticket stub. And it's diary. still in good shape, too. I know. Nice. Well, I kept it in. Look at this. You don't see this anymore. This is a. Uh, <laughs> this is how tickets used to come, young people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> little ticket master <laughs> envelopes. They're too cheap to do that now. <laughs> okay, my turn. Andrew's like, finally. Andrew just wanted to get to his present. And when it came to his turn, he's like, stop taking so fucking long, (laughs) y'all. He's like, yeah. He's like, 
He's like, why can't we go in alphabetical order? This is bullshit. The funny <laughs> he thing made is the he order. put the order I together. I think he literally oh. made the order. I did make the order. I did make Did the you order. randomize or you just chose? It's based on who he likes the most. I see. I see. Okay. I just opened it. Very easy to open. Two um, very different gifts uh, give it to me. First of all, Codenames Disney. Oh, that's cool. I love it. Ooh. I love it. Codenames is a wonderful card game. And uh, I love Disney. Well, Pat and I both love Disney, so it's perfect. And then on the other side of the spectrum, a light for my toilet. So like, <laughs> oh, the tagline says your toilet will never be the same. Makes any toilet bowl glow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna be able to see how dirty it is. I, I feel- <laughs> never dirty. I didn't realize that you put the the top of the onesie on, and when the camera shifted to you, I just see you with the, <laughs> the dinosaur <laughs> commenting on the dirtiness of Andrew's toilet. Dude, I fucking love dinosaurs. Okay, whoever did this hit it out of the park. <laughs> was this? I might be wrong. Was this on Shark Tank? The the light in the toilet bowl sounds like something that would be on there. Yeah, there was there or was that one... the sharper image would sell. There was one that was like a disco ball. Does it does it shift colors? It has eight different colors. I don't know if they rotate. Uh oh, looks like you're a gamer now. So you can set the mood in your toilet. It has a list of benefits on the back, and one of them is make potty training fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see. I opened mine, too. So I have this one looks like a shirt. Oh, man, it's a really angry red panda playing games. Look at them. Look at him. <laughs> I've never seen he, something so perfect for Mark. Look how cute he is. <laughs> look at his mad that little so face. Cute. Oh my goodness. Man, Kenella's going to be so mad at this. <laughs> She's going to be like, I'm the cute one. You can't be doing oh, that. Oh man, a rivalry one. between Canella and Red Pandas. <laughs> it is a mug. Oh man, it's a mug with the anatomy of a red panda. Oh my goodness. <laughs> look at this. That's Look how so cute, cute that is. That is very wow. cute. I love oh that he's goodness. doing the. I love he's doing the Bigfoot pose, like the completely candid, <laughs> <Yeah>. like. <laughs> Look at the. That is so cute. Well, wow. I'm gonna have another cup of coffee now. For anyone another who doesn't know, very thoughtful gift. Mark loves red pandas. They're yes, his favorite I do. animal. And for I think it was your birthday a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I got us tickets at the Chattanooga Zoo to do a red panda encounter experience. So we got to go into the red panda enclosure. We got to feed them. We got to pet them. And they were just the cutest things ever. They were. Um, they really so, like grapes a lot. Yeah, they do. I'm not going to lie to you. We get sent red pandas all the time. And I've started thinking, like, I'm not sure why I keep getting videos of red pandas. Oh, on the show. I know. You're, at first, I thought you meant you actually got sent red no, pandas. No, like, no, first no, of like, all, videos on social media. <laughs> I was about to be like, stop hogging them. Give me one. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I will start sending them to y'all. Yeah. There we go. Chloe, you are up. Little box of weed word magnets. (laughs) I love it. Okay, well. It's a lot of creativity this year, I must say. I know. (laughs) I have a magnetic fridge and I am obsessed with this. I'm going to go so ham. (gasps) Oh my God, I'm so excited. 
Also really excited to like tear them apart. Like, you know, like do that shit. So that is very satisfying. satisfying. <laughs> See yeah. that, that you should make a video of about that Bet. and post it. And bubble wrap. <laughs> Perfect. Bet. Okay. Oh, oh no. Well, this one's bubble wrap, speaking of. There you go. Oh no, oh no. How do I do this? Fragile, precious. Content, ladies and gentlemen, content. It's a Slytherin grinder. I'm oh, hell yeah. Oh, oh wow. That's good. <laughs> I love Dang. that. That's great. This is the most me thing I've ever seen. And it also is magnetic, which is sexy. Like it closes with a magnet. Ooh. I love that my brand is Slytherin and weed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pat, Laura, and Mark have never been so jealous of a gift. I, don't yeah, I mean, know. I'm, right? I'm like... <laughs> Okay, whoever got this needs to tell me where they got it because I need one. Do you, do you think that's an officially licensed Wizarding World item? No, I'm sure it's <laughs> yeah. not. It's gorgeous. It's like wood engraving. Um, Lauren, we're, Laura, we're getting high next week, so I'll use it then. Yes, I will join you. All right, and then last but not least, Pat. Is there a little card? There is a little card. Ooh, enjoy your gift. Secret <laughs> Santa. What a card. Ooh. <laughs> hypoallergenic chocolate chip cookie lube <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing that's, oh, the that's gift amazing. that keeps giving that sounds like a gift for me too oh, it's warming too Ooh. just like fresh baked cookies <laughs> yep just just like grandma's cookies merry christmas to me <laughs> just like cookies. all right the second one here i hope it's more lube <laughs> But what flavor? <laughs> if it's not a dildo, this person, come on. Yeah, miss. Yeah, major miss a on miss. that one. Complete set. <laughs> Ooh, bong appetit. Oh, Ooh, I love that's that. Nice. Hell yeah. Well, we're all such stoners. What the fuck? I'm, I know. I'm going to need you to post some recipes. I on wanted that. to try to like make my own weed butter. But it always smells so bad. It's really That's messy. I'm like, too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I might try like in an instant pot, like put it outside and do it maybe or something like that. I don't know. I got to figure it out. This smells really good. <laughs> oh, you're smelling the lube? Come down here. We'll try it out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we start the OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans. We got to start it. That's Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> and can't send this one to Pat's parents. All right. So Laura... Just briefly give your gift again and then guess who gave it. Oh, we know it's you're wearing it. Yeah, it's, it's this beautiful uh, T-Rex onesie, uh, which I'm only wearing the hood of right now. I I have been racking my brain thinking of who could have done this. And the reality is that anyone here could have done it because everyone knows that I'm obsessed with dinosaurs. I'm going to guess that it was Mark. You are correct. Because oh. we actually have not talked about we have not talked about the Secret Santa exchange at all. Ah. So I'm like, maybe he's been really quiet. Trying well, them's, not, them's the rules. Not rules for me rules. to let on to it. <laughs> Laura's right, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was you. That was oh. you. <laughs> yeah. See, I knew really, it. Really, I bought it for me, but I'm like, oh, that's convenient. I can just give this to her for the, uh -huh. for right. the Secret Santa. <laughs> yeah. I really love it, babe. Thank you. <laughs> You selfish piece of shit. I mean, I'm, I, I'm a Slytherin. Dun, 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 dun. That's my boy. Listen, he's, he says that, but it's usually the other way around. I you steal, steal his, his stuff. As you should. 
Okay, Pam, who do you think got yours? I also We've feel already like, eliminated Mark. Yeah, I also feel like it could have been uh, a number of people, but I'm going to guess Pat. No. I just Ooh. felt like Pat would do a music theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I did the last one for you. Uh, maybe that's why. Let's actually, let's keep going to keep everybody in suspense. So then you guessed Pat, but it wasn't. I'm going to guess who got me code names and uh, the toilet light. Uh, hmm. This feels like Laura to me. Nope, not me. Nope. Damn it. And Mark, who who do you think got you? Hmm. I'm going to guess Pam for that one. It was me. <laughs> yes. Correct. All right. <laughs> Two correct guesses so far. Chloe, who got you the grinder? I think it's Pat. Yes. Okay. And then Pat, who had you? Laura. Nope. Dang it. Okay. So who had Pam for real? Me. Oh my gosh. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I I actually messaged you on the Elfster app being like, do you do you have like a way to store your old ticket stubs? Because I saw that on Unknown Goods or Uncommon Goods, excuse me, and was like, this would be perfect for her. But I just wanted to make sure you didn't already have something you were doing that with. No, they're <laughs> so all glad like, you like it. in a box or like around like with a rubber band around them so they, there's like nowhere to put them and this is going to be way better <laughs> yay you're gonna have you to, have to do a pictures. flip through yeah you'll have to do a flip through for us yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. okay who had me i did and it was a whole Chloe. thing it was a whole thing <laughs> oh, why so you're getting three more gifts in the mail from me in what uh, a couple of weeks <laughs> because they three they weren't gonna come on time okay so i had all these ideas and I um, used Mike as a soundboard and we came up with some great ideas and then I bought them and then they didn't come in time. One of them is an ornament that calls you a national park slut. So that's going <laughs> to come in the mail. Perfect. But then I went on Amazon and I was like, fun tech stuff. And the toilet thing came up like within the first page. And it can, I'm pretty sure it can flash. So disco toilet. There you go. <laughs> disco toilet. Um, and then code names was like, I'm obsessed with code names and I love board games, as you know. It's so, so. fun. Yeah, it's so fun. Thank you. And then last but not least, who had, oh, it must be me. I had Pat. (laughs) Laura and I both had our freaking boyfriends. Go figure. Thank you, Elfster. Not you buying lube. Hello. I know. I feel like that was kind of self-serving. Yeah, dirty as fuck. <laughs> I was like, I just, I wanted something funny for air. I wanted sure to get Reese's you flavored lube because he loves Reese's, but they they didn't have that, so I thought chocolate chip. And then Pat loves to cook, obviously, and he he loves uh, smoking too. So I thought that that's a perfect idea. So that was also a peek into the personal gift exchanges of, of the relationships of Laura and Andrew. So perfect. <laughs> And just like Mark, yes, mine was a little self-serving. Mark wanted the T-Rex thing. I wanted the lube, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally wearing that. Great job, everybody. That's probably one of the best gift exchanges yet, I would say. Lots of great gifts. <laughs> it was really good. So let's look back at 2022 now. We're each going to share one thing that 
we think defines the year. When we look back at 2022 in the future, what will be the thing that we think of most? And Laura, what sticks out to you first and foremost? Yeah, this is predictable, y'all. I'm going to talk about midterms here real quickly, (laughs) but we've talked about midterms a whole lot on this show, so not going to get super nitty gritty about it. For me, the theme about midterms is that conventional wisdom, um, historical precedent would have indicated that these midterms were going to go way, way better for the Republican Party than they did. And I think there were a few things that contributed to them underperforming. There was, of course, all of these Trump-endorsed candidates who, for the most part, flopped, which was really great to see. I love watching the Republican Party grapple with this question of Trump. They're still kind of going through it. Um, Additionally, I think there was some direct reaction to the overturning of Roe versus Wade um, in the summer, or it was actually earlier this year we found out about it. But um, I think between that, I think between the types of candidates that they put up, there just was not an appetite for conservative politics in the way that you would have expected. For comparison, in Obama's first midterm election, we lost, I think, 60 seats in the House, somewhere around there. And this time around, it was in the teens. Um, So Democrats way overperformed, Republicans underperformed, and that just made me feel better. um, Because I got so tired of seeing throughout the year all the polling, all of the talking heads, and just all of the expectations that it was going to be a complete bloodbath, and it wasn't. I think on this show, we referred to it, it was like supposed to be a red wave, and it ended up being a red fart. <laughs> so really happy, <laughs> happy about that. A wet, a red queef, maybe? No, sorry. That's Ew. <laughs> queef is the best word. Thank you, Chloe. <laughs> You liked it. Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie, Andrew. <laughs> that's that's one word that did not rank high in our most used words of 2022 list, I will, I will say. Well, we got to fix that. Pam, what will you remember about 2022? Well, I think one of the biggest uh, news headlines and also pop culture moments was Queen Elizabeth II passing. This is something that we've never seen in our lifetime, um, like the death of a major monarch and something even that our parents hadn't really seen. So a really, really big um, moment for the world. And then in relation to this also, there was just a lot of royal tea between the new season of The Crown coming out and then the Harry and Meghan doc, which we talked about over um, as part of this month's variety show on Patreon. So lots of really juicy royal news stories if that floats your boat. Well, mine, I'm calling it the shifts in social media. The year started innocently enough with everyone sharing their Wordle results on Twitter. Do you remember they started creeping in at the end of 2021, like this time last year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we would look at them and be like, what the fuck is this thing? I don't care. <laughs> scroll past scroll past but yeah it really took off and it was fun it was just fun those i think i said earlier this year one of the brilliant parts about the wordle tweets is that there wasn't a link promoting wordle it was just the results and if you knew you knew and then of course before long everybody knew what the hell those were so it was kind of a fun period on social media 
And then this year, we also had the rise of Be Real. And because of all the Twitter drama, Mastodon rose up, maybe Hive, which had some downtime, but is recently back. Um, I don't think those are going to replace Twitter, but they certainly have gotten a lot of attention. There's another one called Post, which uh, there's a waiting list to get onto, but I've heard good things about that as well. So we've seen some new ones or ones that have been around finally um, get a lot more attention, like Mastodon that's been around for a while. And then, of course, we saw Instagram try to rip off Be Real, as as we predicted here on the show. So did TikTok. Yeah. And then uh, Facebook continued to struggle as Zuckerberg was trying to make VR happen. And he's pouring billions in the virtual reality. And the jury is still very much out on if that investment is going to be worth it. It's taking a lot of Facebook's attention away from the good old social media that we actually want. Yeah, just fix Instagram. Like, that's... Yeah. And fix Facebook. It's bloated. It's bloated. It's a disaster. Yeah. And... Of course, speaking of Instagram, there were major changes that Instagram tried to implement. Remember, they tried to make the feed. They were testing a feed that worked like TikTok, where you just scrolled up and each video snapped into place. So it it acted just like TikTok. People hated it. And they started putting more videos in people's feeds, and people hated that too. So there's been a lot of drama around Instagram. And there's just it's been a tumultuous year for Instagram and social media on a whole. But I will say, I really like this new notes feature on Instagram. I think Pat and I are the only one using it so no, far. No, I'm using it. Um, oh, you are? Yeah. I haven't used it at all. I haven't it's either. It's because it's, like, it's basically an away message. Yeah. So you you swipe over to your Instagram inbox, and then you see at the top another carousel, like your stories, and you can post a status with a limit of 60 characters. So people have just been writing stuff like it's like 2004, like BRB, text the cell, or uh, people have been putting emo lyrics like I posted, wake me up inside yesterday. <laughs> hey, that's my thing. Everybody and their mom doing ASL. Yep. H-sex location. It reminds me of the good old days of social media. It's just simple and stupid. People are posting the most random, needless shit. (laughs) It reminds me of the early days of Twitter. I wish it wasn't in this carousel. I wish wish it was in lists or like Twitter. But it's fun so far. I posted uh, two days ago. There's no I in team, no you in tomorrow. Which is a line from the Santa Claus TV show. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's just... Random oh, as fuck. man. Make social media stupid again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll remember 2022 for a tumultuous year in social media. Mark, how about you? So I have a something nice, something funny, and something nice sandwich. So the, the nice layer is after 25 years, our boy Ash Ketchum finally became the very best like no one ever was. He finally won. The world championship. <laughs> it was very emotional. Pikachu came in clutch and literally like Pikachu was about to pass out and you see every Pokemon Ash has ever caught like help Pikachu up. So like OG squirrels oh, there cry. with the shades. People were weeping. They were weeping like you had Bulbasaur, Butterfree, like all of the OG Pokemon. So that was great. The only ones that matter. The, the original right? exactly. 150. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it, it was like his his Charizard, like his Mankey, like all the random ones that oh no my bow that, <laughs> that everybody forgot about. 
but yeah, like it was it was very cute. And like it's stuff like that where I'm like, if this kid can try at this for 25 years, because, you know, time isn't a thing, apparently there's hope for all of us. We got it. I know <laughs> if, if Ash can do it, we can all do it. Whatever that is. If he can stay the same age for 25 years, so can we. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> get Botox, everyone. Right. I'm, I'm not going to get into the lore <laughs> of that because that's the whole thing, but maybe another time. Um, so the second <laughs> thing, the second thing is the slap hurled, hurled around the world. Man, so that was very shocking. I woke up to that uh, tweet or whatever, and it was I was very confused. I was like, is this real? It, in fact, was real. And the memes the memes from this were just beautiful. I almost got millennial they canceled were. because of that meme. Really? Yeah, and MuggleCast. Uh huh. Have you? <laughs> did you guys see the Miss Piggy one where it's it's like <laughs> it's, it's Kermit. the it's the Kermit it's the two uh, those two critics and Muppets the ones that always they always oh, uh, the yeah. two old guys they say something about Miss Piggy and you see and it's Kermit furiously climbing up the rafters to get to them <laughs> <laughs> and they just put the Will Smith audio over it. That's like oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it'll be very interesting to see if Will Smith's career is able to recover or how long it will take. We do see celebrities make a well, comeback. He's already promoting a new. He'll be movie. fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. Emancipation's getting good reviews so it far. Is. Like, yeah. But yeah. are people going into theaters to see it? Well, nobody's really going to theaters at all. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's on, it's on Apple TV, isn't it? I think it it's is. On, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah I don't know. Well, I mean, he's been banned from the Oscars. He can't go to the Oscars yeah. for, what, 10 years? Yeah, that's not going to ruin his career, though. I don't know if I agree. He's going to be fine. Uh, he'll be fine in time. But Watch, there's going to be coverage of his own uh, bloated Oscars party. Like, that'll happen. And also, it's not like he was, like, balling out of control anyway. His his career was kind of on the downswing anyway. Like, it'd be one thing if he was, like, top dog and then this knocked him off. But he's been... Like what? What was the last thing he had? Like what was that movie with young Will Smith and old Will Smith? Oh, that they recut the trailer for like fifty times. What about King Richard? I mean, that was a really big yeah, deal. Yeah, that was last yeah. year. That yeah, that was. That I mean, that's was, why he was yeah. there. Last yeah, that year. was a pretty big deal. I forgot about for that this one. year. Gemini Man. That was that movie. The movie where it's like they they CG edit him to be younger, and it was oh, real yeah. weird. Yeah, King Richard. That was a good one though. I forgot. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. But all right, so. Then the last one, um, Gwendolyn Christie, in an email or in a interview on Wednesday, the Wednesday series, revealed that her role as Larissa Weems was the first role she played in where she felt beautiful, and I feel like that was very, very sweet, and I'm very happy for her. I'm here for it because, like, she was Brienne in a uh, in a uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think she was fine in that. She did a great job. But like, I like if you if you guys have seen Wednesday, like she, she is given. Yeah, yeah, she did a great job. She's given like really like I'd say fifties pinup oh, her kind of vibes. Are... Man, They're yeah, so man, good. they were awesome. Very very much Lady Dimitrescu vibes, Resident Evil. If you know, you know. But uh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was she was doing a great job. So I'm, ha- I'm happy for her. I, I think that it's very good that we're getting to a place where people feel more comfortable, you know, and mm-hmm. are able to be like, like, be able to look at a role and be like, damn, I look hot, like good for you. Well, the, she's mm-hmm. so tall, too. Anytime you are you are outside the mold of what Hollywood considers traditionally beautiful, it's really hard to feel beautiful. Although I will say that I've seen Gwendolyn Christie in person and she is stunning. Very quickly, I will say that I 
I didn't realize I was standing next to her and I just knew I was standing next to someone tall. So I wasn't trying to like stare or anything, but we were ended up powdering our noses next to each other at the golden Globes. Oh. Uh, but yeah, she was what? like you're so oh cool she was so sweet and she is so beautiful and yeah i want all good things what for her. a sentence pam we powered our nose during the golden globes you know. i know get yeah. out of here well the after party but you know. then i had some caviar you know, some... <laughs> then i took my place with the plebeians behind the, the red velvet robe yeah you're you're a better person than me i would have i would have been gawking the whole time i would have been like oh my goodness it's it's you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good pick, Mark. Chloe, what will you remember the year for? The way you framed this at the beginning, you were like, what has really like changed the makeup of the world this year? And I'm like, yeah, ah! I mean, that's kind of what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, but... it's, it's, it's a tough question, but... <laughs> but I'm like the Try Guys. Big <laughs> <laughs> story, though. Not the Russia's war. I never thought the Try Guys would be a household name, to your point. It's true. So true. I am... Yeah. I will follow the Try Guys to the ends of the earth. I love them beyond. And I was glued to my screen when this story broke um and i it was like 2 a.m and i was like holy shit this is happening this is real ned fulmer cheated on his wife who he made his entire relation like profit off his entire relationship yes. which is crazy um but yeah no that was like the story that i followed religiously and probably knew before anyone else what was going on and i was really really in it <laughs> I will say, though, and this is I have a lot of hot, maybe bad takes on Millennial, but this is probably my worst take. <laughs> and it's that the Try Guys were funnier with Ned. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but true. it's so true. Like Ned brought this like sassy, mean energy. And like now we know that it like was real, but <laughs> like the meanness. But I think that it was really a great dynamic. And like I said, I'll follow them forever. <laughs> But it, it is sad that it's like an end of an era and also sad that Ned turned out to be a piece of shit. But yeah, Ned was always my favorite, too. He's so he was so funny. And I really liked his particular comedy on on Try Guys. But yes, now we know that he's and I think he's he's still cheating like from what we what we know what yeah he's like still yeah. with the other girl not his wife yeah there's a lot of um speculation but yeah he got caught having sex with this girl in a car in a park after the story broke wow. what? get a hotel idiot yeah like you're a teenager who can't afford to get a hotel like what yeah chloe have you have you followed the uh the the supposed beef between the try guys and the ghoul boys Ab absolutely i'm a big youtube girly like i love yeah, YouTube. Okay. Mm -hmm. big youtube girly i am i mean it's very gen z of me but yeah it did rock the internet i i, I think this is a good choice because of twitter has never been hotter shocking it was <laughs> <laughs> all right pat uh for me i did not follow it because i really could care less but the johnny depp amber heard shit like that trial went on forever. The fact that people were standing outside of the courthouses, the taunting both sides. I mean, mostly ta taunting Amber. I'm, I mean, we learned like shitting the bed is a whole different meaning now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
so icky. Yeah, it was. But I I agree that this is an important cultural touch point because Mm -hmm. at this point in time, and Mark, you and I talked about this quite a bit, it, it really felt like this reckoning of how we talk about abuse and who can be abused and and how you know abuse doesn't necessarily look the way that hollywood you know conditions us to think that it looks and it's just like a continued conversation following up on the me too movement and there were definitely I think some setbacks that came out of some of the conversations um, because of this trial and because of of Depp and Heard's super toxic relationship yeah. that became mm-hmm. even more apparent through this. So I think it's great that you called it out here. Yeah, like they were both, in my opinion, both so at fault and in different aspects of their relationship. So it was like, uh, it just went on so long i know oh, and it felt so personal i think that was the thing that was so i cannot believe it got it, approved like, to be broadcasted nationally yeah, right. that was disgusting that that decision in my opinion i, I mean agree. in my opinion no n- nothing like that ever needs to be broadcasted no matter who it is yeah unless it's judge judy then, then okay. <laughs> that's okay <laughs> That's Can you okay. imagine if they'd gone on Judge oh, Judy? Man, I would have watched the sh- I would have watched the <laughs> shit out of that. Are you kidding me? Because she not she, Judy does not fuck around. Then you would have known they were both broke if they right? had to go on Judge Judy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, getting into some honorable mentions real quick, uh, Pat. Actually, you wanted to mention Renaissance from yes. Beyonce. Yes, very good album. <laughs> yes, yes. That's all that needs to be said. The uh, Don't Worry Darling drama. Oh yeah. It just went on for a really long time, and it was a crazy moment in internet history following all of the developments. I still don't fully understand it. Me neither. I yeah, mean, I can send you my uh, in a nutshell rundown if you can. Please, <laughs> please do. Please, please do. I just started. I would welcome it. I just started copying and pasting like a primer. Because, oh, like PR I started keeping it on my phone. No, because people were like what's going on i was like okay let me just like write this out once and then i'll send it off anytime someone asks yeah please send me that (laughs) efficient i like it i like it we had the prime minister drama over in the uk the lettuce the lettuce lettuce. i'll miss (laughs) that lettuce that head of lettuce uh adam levine sexting oh that was a pretty big one i mean people are making fun of that for a while like classic everyone was cheating in 2022 was the year of the cheater (laughs) Apparently, the cheater. I totally missed that, by the way, until this doc. Like, I was like, "What?" And you I looked so it up. Hot. I looked it up, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> what? He was in my friend's DMs. He was down. Oh, he was my. down bad. Ooh. Oh mm-hmm. my god! There was, and this is more recent. The AI chatbot and the image bots as well. Those have been rising in popularity. They got very, very, very good this year, and we might do an episode on that in the new year. We uh, also were blessed with Taylor Swift's Midnight. Yes, we were. I know at least half the panel was very excited about that. <laughs> Kim K wore a Marilyn Monroe dress. Heidi Klum went as a worm. Oh, that made me, when I saw pictures, I literally wanted to vomit. I was floored by how good it was. 
Um, if anyone hasn't <laughs> was seen that, good. look up Heidi Klum as a worm. Um, she looks like something warning, straight though. out of Dark Crystal. Yeah, yeah. Content warning, though. Her face, like on the worm where her face was, she looked like that, uh, that person from Doctor Who. Yes. Like the last yes. one oh my God, who was stretched out. Me. Yeah, yeah. Oh that's God. what they. Like, my friend literally said that earlier today. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, "This is like this looks really familiar." I wonder where I'm like, "Oh, there it is." But of those two things, if I had to care about one more, I care about Heidi Klum because anything the Kardashians do, I don't give a shit if she looked great. Well, I don't care about Kim Kardashian. I care about the Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, like she only did it just to get more attention. Like, go away, just go. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I think people were upset about that because I guess there was some damage done to the dress. Let Marilyn rest. Let her rest. She went yes. she went through the worst of the world, if I'm honest. So but let me tell you, me, I watched all of the videos of Heidi getting ready. I watched all the makeup stuff. Like I sat there and I was like, I am going to Me too, boo-boo. I was there. Watch everything. I was, I was in it. <laughs> So we'll get to some 2023 predictions in a moment. But first, just wanted to plug what's happening on Patreon this week. Pornhub did a 2022 year in review. It was an exhaustive list of analysis of who's watching what types of porn. So, so detailed. And we're going to dive into the nitty gritty in After Dark this week on our Patreon. There's some shocking stuff. Yeah. There's a state-by-state breakdown. There's like an age bracket breakdown. So much, so much fun stuff. Andrew, for next year, what we need, you need to get me one of those those big uh, numbers boards so I could do a breakdown. Just oh, like the Steve election. Kornacki. Steve Kornacki. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be like Charlie Day with his like red string board. Uh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> We're seeing a ton of uh, daddy porn in Miami-Dade County coming in it's right like now. We- we, we see a lot of femdom he- porn here. Great job on, uh, you know, the women's power here. Power yeah. <laughs> representation here. Excellent job. If we circle this back to 2018, it's a huge rise. Like I have a whole thing planned. Just hook me up with that board <laughs> and I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And job viewer numbers spiking quickly. Yep. That is over psycho. I saw that and I was like, Clark County. <laughs> but yeah, we want to talk about it because there really is, you know, we can talk about trends and themes all we want, but. There is nothing more truthful about people than their porn search trends. So they don't lie. Yeah, they really don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll talk about this. And because we're going to be off for a couple weeks, we will be releasing this installment of After Dark in the main feed next week. So patrons will be getting it first. And then the public will be getting it in another week or so. We're going to release it right before New Year's. So everybody will get to enjoy that. So let's move to some 2023 predictions. But before we do that, let's look at some of the predictions we made last year that ended up being correct. Laura, you predicted that a fourth dose or a second booster would be rolled out in summer 2022. I think that was pretty much spot on. Yeah, I think it was late summer 2022 when people started becoming eligible. I think most of us were not eligible until the fall. But yeah, I, overall, I, w- I, would give this, I would give this one a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Another one that I think was pretty accurate. You said Georgia will again be one of the most exciting states to watch in the midterm elections. 
Yeah, with the the Warnock, um, of course, at the time, last year, we didn't know he was going to be running against Herschel fucking Walker. But, you know, there was that, there was Warnock's re-election, and there was also the rematch between Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp, which we know that didn't go the way we were hoping it would, but ultimately really happy that Warnock won his re-election and kept his Senate seat, getting us up to that 51, baby. Yeah. And this one wasn't right, Laura, but it was pretty close. I'm honestly impressed. You predicted that Joe Manchin would switch party affiliation. He didn't, but Cinema did. Yeah, his um his fellow chaos twin in the Senate <laughs> ended up pulling this just about a week ago. Um yep. so yeah, shout out Kirsten Cinema, you fucking suck. <laughs> we did we That's literally Laura's tweeted at her. Message to you. We tweeted at her that she sucked from our account, so I hope she <laughs> saw it. Now, Chloe. You predicted that the queen would die. I know. I killed Chloe the queen. Killed the queen. <laughs> Chloe killed the queen. I know. God, save the queen, it goes. I'm just you... that anti-monarchy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, uh, Pam said before, it was a very big event. And Pam, you had also said, this is the queen we grew up with. It was the queen most people in the world grew up with. She reigned for, what, 70 years? Yeah. It's just stunning how long she had been in that position. And how long she lived. So, listen, I think anyone would have made this prediction. Yeah. I mean, I'm a psychic, but yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of that, and not to be flippant with death, but um, Pam, you had predicted that Betty White would live to see another year. That's how it was written down in the doc, which is super interesting because she died right like on New Year's Eve, right? The real queen, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Pam, what happened there? Why why did you get this prediction wrong? <laughs> My optimism got the better of me. <laughs> One of the crazy things with that was that what was it, People magazine? They had published I think uh, that new issue. it. They shouldn't have published it early. And I know that it's because of the way that the um you know the print schedule is set up, but they shouldn't have done that. Yeah, it was like Betty turns a hundred and then they did she it died early. before she yeah. turned a hundred. Yeah. I think she did it for the comedy, personally. <laughs> she might I have. think she she was prepared like, for I'm all ready. of that. Yeah. She did all of the pre-work for that hundredth birthday publicity and was like <laughs> i'm gonna get these fuckers and uh you know peaced out yeah i saw a story the other day her house was bulldozed the house that she lived in yes what? like the person that bought it just tore down tearing it down and just building a new one i'm not that even seems surprised. like an important house to keep up at least for a year after she yeah. died you motherfuckers who That's did this wasteful the new owners of the some house. developer who wants to put in a really ugly house. Hope Betty haunts them. Right. Yeah. Really. That would be such a fun ghost to live with. I, Man. I was oh going to say, right? I would like oh. to be haunted by Betty White. Right. Mm -mm. Man. Mm -mm -mm. That'd be haunt awesome. Haunt me, baby. Haunt me up. <laughs> so let's turn to our 2023 predictions now. And by the way, we made other predictions last year, but they weren't right. So <laughs> we're going to pretend they never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn to 2023 predictions now. Each of us can make up to three 2023 predictions. Nice. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Laura. Dino Laura. Yes. Um, so mine is, of course, 
political. I can't help myself. Um, I think the Supreme Court is going to rule that the Biden administration did not overstep its legal authority with its student loan forgiveness plan. Um, I have some some reasons that I feel this. First of all, they took up the case and they're going to be hearing it pretty early. They're going to be hearing the arguments in February. Um, We won't know uh, how they come down on this case until the summer, unless it leaks like it did with the Roe v. Wade decision. Um, But Amy Coney Barrett actually turned down two prior requests from opponents of the program to block it earlier this year. Um, And just calling out that even though, you know, she, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch are Trump appointees, they have proven to be wild cards sometimes. Not saying that they've always come down on the side we hope they would, but there have been times where they haven't been totally in line with the agenda. Um, And also calling out the case is actually going to Kavanaugh first. So he could either act alone on this or he could present it to the full court. So there are, I think, a lot of opportunities for this ruling to go in favor of proponents of student loan forgiveness. Now, with that, I'm going to add a caveat here. Even though I think this is going to happen, I think student loan uh, or I think the student loan repayment pause is going to be extended again. It is currently set to um, expire 60 days from June 30th or when a decision is announced and released, whichever comes first. Um, I think that even if the Supreme Court rules in the administration's favor, there are still going to be other legal challenges that come from various states that the program is going to have to overcome. So I think the pause is going to be extended again (laughs) beyond June 30th. Okay, well, you made some accurate political predictions last year, so I'm inclined to believe your predictions this year. Yeah, it's been extended so many times, too, at this point that it's like a meme. (laughs) It really is. And it's your birthday tomorrow, so I have to just kind of like not pick on you. And hey, if I'm wrong, you can call me out on the show next year. Perfect. If you're wrong, we'll ignore the predictions again, just like we are this year. (laughs) No, I know what'll happen. If I'm wrong, then you're going to be like, Laura, how could you get this wrong? Yeah. <laughs> no. no. It's a pretty sad thing to get wrong, though. Well, hopefully you are right, Laura. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm I'm trying to be optimistic. Pam, what are your predictions? Uh, my one prediction is that we'll get Taylor Swift's Speak Now, Taylor's version in the spring or in the summer. So not early, because I think that she's still going to be riding on the, the wave of the success of Midnight's. But I have a feeling by spring or summer, she'll be ready to release that. Absolutely. Okay. 100%, 1000% agree. Well, one of my wrong predictions last year was that the pr- former host of The Price is Right, Bob Barker, would die. And I take no joy in predicting this. I used to love Bob Barker on The Price is Right. He's an iconic game show host. However, he just turned 99 years old, and I just feel like his time is coming. I love you, Bob. The fact but... that you keep predicting he'll die is kind of funky. <laughs> it's like well, you want him to die. he wants to be right, because at, at some point he will. <laughs> I like the dark humor. You have to, you have to take a break. You have to be like one one year you can predict it. You have to take a year off and then you do it another time. At this point, Andrew's just manifesting. It's not predicting. Yeah, because if you do it if you do it every year, you're gonna be right. Maybe assholes, by predicting he's going to die, I'm actually keeping him alive. 
Did you ever think about that? You ever think it's about like that? It's like reverse Uno rules. Right? <laughs> I quit. I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's one that's about me. I am predicting I will die. No, I am predicting I will go to a minimum of eight Bruce Springsteen concerts in 2023. And this isn't an easy prediction for me to make because we don't know what the back half of the year is going to look like tour wise. So I really don't know. I, I, I'm feeling like it's going to be like at least five. It's probably going to be around eight to ten. I didn't know we were so making self predictions. <laughs> I, I just thought it'd be fun to look back at this next year because I've been to like 30. So I, I want to see if I can anticipate. That is an alarming amount. Alarmingly low. Yes, I, I agree. <laughs> and then my final prediction is that there will be a UFO sighting, the likes of which we have never seen before. Ooh, I like that one. Spicy. Mm-hmm. I'm here yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you y'all want to know something? Pat, I haven't even told you this yet. Ooh. When I was walking Brooklyn a few nights ago, I saw a shooting star. Oh, that's sweet. That's very nice. It was a a good one, too. I wonder if it's the same one I saw out the window. Uh, Hey, this is my moment with the shooting star. (laughs) He's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) What'd you you wish? I didn't wish anything because I was like, oh, my God, this is my moment. What do I wish? What do I wish? What do I wish? And then I I didn't think of anything. Just like that shooting star. (laughs) Brooklyn's like, I want to. Bunch of pepperonis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe he wished for something in that moment, unless he was peeing and missed it. But okay, Mark. So what what are your predictions? So the first one is I think Nintendo will announce a new Switch, whether it's like a Switch Pro or a Switch 2, because honestly, hardware wise, the Switch is lacking right now. Like it was already grossly under like like teched like under specked out compared to like the ps4 when it came out and the switch came out after the ps4 and it was way less powerful which it is a handheld so like i get it but our phone our phones right now are more more powerful than a switch Hmm. like your iphone has more processing power than a switch does maybe i should hold off i was gonna get one but honestly yeah i i would i would actually hold off at least till summer okay at least till e3 they'll probably if they're going to announce something it'll be during the summer okay but i i think there's there there has to be something because like pokemon that just came out was great it's a great game but it is chugging like when you try (laughs) to play that game it's based like my switch sounds like it's about to explode i'm trying to be a gamer girly but i'll Mm -hmm. i'll wait i'll wait then if you think Join us. And with Zelda coming out, the hope is that they would release a Switch Pro around the same time. Exactly. So we see a better version of Zelda looks better and all that. Because like like Zelda looks good, but it could look so much better. Yes. And it's because Nintendo's the Switch, like Mark's saying, it's just not that powerful. Hogwarts Legacy is coming out for Switch in July. It's going to look like shit uh, compared see, to I PS5. I buy a Switch for Legacy. Problematic, I know, because we're not trying to support that anymore. Cancel. But I can't believe it's not coming out for like five months. Yeah, it's yeah, stupid. Don't, don't waste your time. Yeah. If you're going to buy a system just for hogwarts legacy at least by a ps4 no i, I mean think. like i would have enjoyed like the mario games because i really like you know like the mario universe and oh, okay. stuff for like yeah so i was like i'll do that i'll get the switch i'll play hogwarts legacy i'll get the super mario brothers stuff and it'll be a good time but so the second one my second prediction is spider-man 2 will get game of the year because spider-man 1 just cleaned up at the game awards when it came out and Spider-Man 2 has Miles in it and people love Miles and Peter's coming back and it has Venom. So like 
and the game like people some people who have seen like some of the early early gameplay say that it's even better than the original ps4 spider-man and it's gonna be made for ps5 so it's gonna look gorgeous so i i don't see how it's not gonna do well so yeah. i'm here for it i mean it. it's coming out you. fall when I fall 2023. So that'll be that'll be fun for sure. Well, the last one I'm going to add on is I personally I'm going to predict that I'm going to go to at least five Street Fighter six tournaments. <laughs> oh, <laughs> at yeah. least five. I mean, that's at least five. That's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's like me saying I'm going to go to at least one Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to I want to speak it into existence and you guys can keep me accountable. Amazing. Okay. All right. I wrote it down. Okay, thank you. I think that after the year that Insta has had, it's going to have a comeback in 2023. We're going to be back on Instagram. We're not going to be feuding. I I personally don't want to be feuding with Instagram anymore. Like, I am sick of it. It's my job. I just want them to do well. So I'm predicting and manifesting partially for myself. I believe you. Thank you. Thank you. I also think Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson are going to date. I don't know how the fuck they haven't yet. They're like perfect for each other. And Pete Davidson has like that W Riz. So for sure, Pete and Miley in 2023 and also going to be my top ship. And then my third super chaotic a prediction is that Ron DeSantis will announce his presidency and then to combat him, um, Gavin Newsom will then run as well. And it'll be a very right and very left like battle if they both get the nominations. Um, I think they were both lying about being governors their whole the whole time. I don't believe them at all. Oh, 100%. I mean, DeSantis wouldn't even answer the question. Right, right. right. I was going to say, I and think that Gavin's the only one who actually said he was yeah, going to stick lying. out his term. I think he's lying. I yeah. hope you're wrong and because I don't think it's a smart move. I agree. I but... don't think so. Yeah. So I'm going to say you're wrong because I want to will that into existence. <laughs> Another prediction from Pam. Chloe's wrong. <laughs> Just about about Gavin. I need Gavin to hold his horses for uh, until like Biden finishes his term. Okay. And actually, Pat, your first one ties in here. Yeah. So I am going to be optimistic politically here and say that Trump's shit is finally going to catch up with him. And he something will happen where he will legally not be allowed to run, which will then allow Biden to be like me neither. And then we will have a fresh slate of people. And I'm going to guess that we will have a minimum of three out and proud LGBTQ plus people running, at least three, if not more. I love that. Awesome. Who will say we are going to run for president. Pete Prep maybe being one of them again. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, I will add on to that. Um, the January 6th committee is going to be passing out some indictments tomorrow, which, Mm. you know, on my birthday feels very apropos. (laughs) Um, I don't know if we'll hear about them tomorrow, but they are coming tomorrow. I'm hoping we're going to hear about them tomorrow. Would love if Trump was one of them. (laughs) And I'm going to tack on a prediction here. I'm going to predict that Bob Barker is going to come out as gay, announce he's running for president, and then die. (laughs) And then die. And then everyone's going to say that was homophobic. (laughs) You've been anti-Semitic and homophobic this episode. Andrew, how do you feel? (laughs) 
You only got you only got one strike left. Be careful. It's <laughs> gonna add some misogyny for a little bit of spice. <laughs> I'm gonna reset over our break. I'm gonna cleanse myself. I'm gonna find Jesus. <laughs> My next prediction, which is also lofty because impending recession, hopefully not, but we never know. But in, I think a lot of good moves are going to be made when it comes to green energy this next year. The fact that like new solar that's coming out is able to produce way more than it was just a few years ago. Energy storage is becoming a huge thing and huge initiatives for it with like Tesla's power wall. Generac has their own version of a power wall um, to store energy in your homes. There is ongoing stuff right now to build wind farms uh, off the coast of California. And the whole stuff last week about the nu- nu- nuclear fusion or whatever that they're trying to do, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. It uses too much energy for whatever it produces. It uses energy to make more energy, though, than it took to to create the energy. So that's the breakthrough. Like a half a kilowatt more. Like it's nothing. Yeah. It's some movements, but like with, with the way like if the economy goes where it is, not a lot of people are going to get solar and stuff. They won't be able to afford it. But it's hopeful, especially when just last week, the Keystone pipeline <laughs> had a leak. Shocker, oil pipeline leaks. So I think like having that environmental like disaster happen recently, I think is going to push more people, especially now BP is now funding electric vehicle charging, which the fact that an oil company is funding electric vehicles and charging, I think is a huge game changer for that. And we've seen so many uh, car companies in the last year commit to creating EVs uh, by like, you know, within the next 10 years. It is the future. It is. It's so much cheaper to power a car with electricity, especially at home. And I think people once people start realizing that, then they will uh, move that way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm also really... I'm also really proud of like a lot of the American car companies, too, because they're usually really late to the party on, like you know, EV stuff. But they've been like Ford's already committed by like 2025 or something to have their entire like flagship line all be electric, like electric Bronco. Yeah, the second the electric Bronco comes out, your girl is buying one. Those Broncos are cool. I like yeah. those things. They are cool. Yeah. Apparently, really um, cool. apparently Chevy is bringing the bringing the Camino back, the El Camino, mm-hmm. and oh, and and they're making it. They're gonna make it um uh tribrid. They're gonna make it a hybrid with plug in capabilities. And I'm like, dude, Heck that's yeah, it's a great idea. Great idea. But uh, my last kind of chaotic prediction, because I hate Ben Affleck, is that Benifer will divorce. I agree. Plus one. They got married in Vegas this year. Yes. And it will not last. (laughs) It won't last. Okay. Poor Jen. But yeah. (laughs) Okay. Those are our predictions. They are locked in and we will revisit the correct ones next year. (laughs) (laughs) None of them are correct. If if you want to hear, I mean, obviously go back. We make these predictions at the in the the final episode of each year. So just go back if you want to hear all the predictions. It can be fun to listen back to all of that in hindsight. So that is our episode today. My final words for 2022 are, well, you weren't as bad as 2020 and 2021, but you weren't super sexy either. I'm thinking of how inflation didn't fall as much as we had hoped. And obviously, there were some horrible things that happened this year and are ongoing, like the war in Ukraine. But I don't know. It felt 
a little better than the past two years coming out of COVID. Mm-hmm. So I think it's sexy when you use sexy the way that I use sexy. I used it just for you, actually. That, that was... was sexy. Um, I'm going to say for 2022 that my concept of time is still really fucked up after the pandemic. So 2022 has felt like a year that kind of blends with the previous two years. It has shown some pretty significant improvements over the last couple of years. I will say it's the first year that I feel like I got to experience more regular normalcy since the pandemic, which I really appreciate. But I also feel like if the 2020s were a TV series, that 2022 would be the filler season. Mm. It's like the season where the writer's room was like, we don't have any ideas for what to do. So let's just do a bunch of chaotic shit. Yeah. Russia, go ahead and invade Ukraine. Elon buys Twitter. The Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial the Try Guys stuff, it's just felt like so much random, yeah, uh, shitty people committing to chaos, and I'm over it. Yeah. Bring back monkeypox. <laughs> Bring back. Make everyone go home again. We gotta start this shit over. <laughs> whatever, hap- whatever happens to the murder hornets, man? Like, that just went nowhere. That, that never plot- happened. That, yeah. that, plot line, that plot line went nowhere. Come on, media. <laughs> Scare us again about the murder hornets. Like, come on. I'm just thinking of, of clipping bring monkeypox back for chaos. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to get canceled by the by the gays. Pat's canceled. It is nice to kind of put all these events into a container that is a year. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's lo- it's nice to look back and be like, ah, oh, the, the year of the murder hornets, ah, yeah. oh, the year of monkeypox <laughs> and the, the slap and all that. And it's amazing to think back on, like, we were talking about this on MuggleCast. Uh, the Harry Potter, the big Harry Potter reunion. That was this year. That was January 1st. It that was? came was? Yes. Jeez. It feels like a lifetime ago, but that's a perfect yeah. example because that happened almost 365 days ago, and yet it feels like forever ago. So just so much happens in every year, and it's it's hard to comprehend. I'm just going to... This year was my most unhinged yet, and uh, I look <laughs> forward to 2023 being even more unhinged. Also, it was my first full year with millennial and i just wanted to say like i love this community not to be mushy i just want to thank everyone for welcoming this zillennial with open arms i don't use that word enough but i love y'all yeah everyone loves you i almost got you a sweatshirt that said zillennial oh my god i'll buy it for myself oh i can make that shit actually there you go (laughs) All right. Well, make sure you are following the show in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode and leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you have any feedback, you can always write to millennialshow at gmail.com or you can use the contact form or anonymous confessional on millennialshow.com. And you can follow us on social media run Do by it. Chloe. Do it. Millennial Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And then over on TikTok, we are Millennial Pod. Yeah. So I think that does it. Thanks, everybody, for another great year. We really, you know, Chloe is sharing some nice words about working with us. And here's some nice words about our listeners. Thank you so much, listeners, for supporting us over another year. We really appreciate you, whether it's supporting us through listening or Patreon or subscribing via Apple Podcasts now or leaving a review, telling a friend about the show, supporting our advertisers. It all makes the world of millennial go rounds. It's just this crew. Who makes the show happen? There's nobody else working behind the scenes secretly. No ghost writers, no producers. <laughs> it's just us doing our thing. And cheers to a 
another great year ahead. Love it. Thanks, y'all. Pat, Mark, Chloe, thanks for joining us today. Pat and Mark are going to stick around for After Dark to talk porn. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and I'm a virgin, so I'm going to log off. <laughs> oh, wow. My virgin ears. Pat, pop open that bottle of lube. We're going to need it for today's After Dark. <laughs> Let me go change it to that onesie real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Happy New Year. Bye, everybody. Happy holidays, Bye. y'all. Bye. Bye.